that those uh, who haven't deleted me off their feed because nothing's been happening and are listening are still sincerely well. Well, I hope the people that have deleted me are sincerely well as well. But um, I really do hope you're all well. And uh, I needed to check in and give you an explanation as to why there hasn't been anything coming out and to tell you what is going to happen in the future. So, for those of you that have wondered if I'm still alive, I am still alive. I am still here. And I have to be honest, it, it has upset me a little bit not putting a show out because I do, whether it's irrational or not, genuinely feel like I'm letting people down. I know I have some people that have told me that this show actually helps them get through the month and is a big part of their lives as well as mine putting it out. And uh, I do feel guilty and I, I want to offer you my sincere apologies about that. I am going to go and explain kind of why. Um, it's more for me, I think, than it is for you guys. You're probably not interested as to why there's been a gap at all. Um, and then I'm going to answer some of your questions as well. So just to say, as, as you know, um, in January, I went through some uh, big changes. Um, and some people wonder why I, I talk so openly about my personal life. Um, it's partly me and it's partly um, my... Uh, it's very typical for people with ADHD to overshare their things, but also... Um, I'm half Dutch and we're a lot more open than the English. Um, so there's a lot of reasons, but it, it, I'm comfortable with, with doing it. I'm happy to kind of put that out there. Um, it's very much the, the show is part of my personality and it's very much um, why the people that do listen like it, I guess. So uh, I, I'm happy to keep doing it. And um, yeah, so as you know, I went through some difficult changes in January and your messages of support, uh, some of you have been in touch uh, every single week others of you just send sending love and, and no, nothing else and it meant the world to me and there is something about people who are into the Fortiana isn't there and it is those people who are not afraid to challenge things to question things to not accept the status quo to look at lots of different things analytically and come up with their own explanations or own ideas or hypotheses and and those people tend to be more um, open-minded, more compassionate, more empathic. And I've really noticed that with um, the paranormal community, people I've spoken to uh, who are into UFOs. Um, on the whole, there's always exceptions um, to the rule, but on the whole, they tend to be more e empathic and kind of caring people. And that's definitely what I get from the conversations that I have from, from people that listen to the show. Um, you just, all just seem absolutely lovely. Um, and it's it's a real... Um, one of the most positive things about about doing the show is is the the messages I get back, the reviews. Even if it's um, some of you send a couple of sentences, and it it really does mean the world. It's lovely. Um, it adds a lot to my life. Um, so thank you, and um, I'm going to keep doing the show, and I hope that you guys keep getting in touch. Uh, as I said, email fortyonnewspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And um, just to go on to Twitter. A lot of you have been in touch asking me to do like a website uh, or a blog of the, the things that kind of go on. So um, so what I've done is I, I've started to just put the odd sentence on the 40 News podcast Twitter feed. Um, I have, I don't know why. I'm not going to go into it now. I've done interviews with other people. Um, I'm nothing special. I'm no one special. Um, but things do seem to happen around me continuously pretty much every day to some sort of level. Um, I, as I've said before, I've been to doctors and said, this is going on. Am I, am I crazy? Um, they always say, as other people witnessed it, and I say, yeah, sometimes even people at work, you know, eight people at once who are 
you know, professionals, and they said, well, then it's not a hallucination, then it's happening. And you'd be, what's interesting is the health professionals say it's um, it's surprising how often it does happen. Um, as I said, there's obviously a link um, from my research with people with ADHD quite significantly and with uh, neurodiversity in general. But with, with ADHD, it seems to be an amplifier for these certain things. Um, and it, it definitely is with me. So I, if you're interested, just keep following us on Twitter. Um, that's probably the thing that's updated most more than more than anything else. And um, I'm just putting the odd sentence on. And obviously, if you want to know more, you can get in touch. Which brings to the explanation. So um, obviously, you know about there was there was changes in my life um, at the start of this year. But then also, where uh, right at the end of December, just before New Year, the my my GP got in touch and saying that people were dying um, due to COVID who weren't expected to die because they didn't have the same kind of additional health needs that a lot of the other people were or the age. And the common factor was a drug called buprenorphine, which is a, a painkiller. Um, so what I had to do was I had to come off that and go on to um, matching levels of a different painkiller, which I've started taking. And um, when I was initially taking that, I was getting no sleep whatsoever. And when I say that, I mean sometimes in days, literally no sleep. And I was trying. Um, frustratingly I could have written shows because I was just awake but I was trying to sleep it just wasn't working and uh, and and since January um, I've been also working on, on reducing that so I've gone from 60 to 20 which is huge when, especially as you get withdrawal um, from that medication and I'm working full time and I'm a single dad to two kids so um, you know that it's a real it's been it's been a challenge and the the downside of it has been I'm, I'm falling asleep very early on a night now um, when I used to stay up till about three in the morning writing the show so that's why um, I have I have actually written um, and and researched so you could still go on Flipboard 14 News podcast and you will see that every single day I'm still updating all the 14 um, related news stories on there and I have written a show every single month but just not finished it and I'm not going to put it out if I haven't finished it because I want it to be to be right it has to be right for me to put it out um, that's just me and, and how I think I know some of you will like just put it out anyway but uh, I, I want it to be a certain quality and standard so that's it really that's the explanation and just to, what where the future lies is I am now d- doing a bit of writing every single day so I'm doing the research and writing each day um, in tiny chunks which will then uh, come together instead of trying to do it all in one massive go. So hopefully with this new regime, I will have a new show, a proper show that you're normally used to at the end of June. Um, Right, to answer some of your emails, um, I've had a couple of questions, which is is fantastic. So please do keep getting in touch. Um, I've been asked by, let me just find the name, um, someone called Darcy um, asked about me to to give my views on the whole uh, UFO disclosure that's coming um this month i think uh, this week so um yeah so for those of you that don't know there was um someone in the security council in the usa wanted to have the information about the the ufos and are they a threat that, that would, it was deemed that if it was security then that's something they should be briefed about um as you know there's there's stories in the past where um presidents were told that they're civilians and don't need to know this thing um, by by certain agencies, so even the president wasn't a party to to a lot of these kind of uh, discussions, and they're going to release some of it now. We don't know how much is going to be released. Um, we don't know if it's even going to be real. Um, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because 
if you remember back in January show, I, I went over how many kind of different celebrities. It seemed that each week a different celebrity was coming out with a story about a UFO sighting, um, almost as if it was kind of drip feeding. And it was it was strange the regular recurrence, and um, just by the nature of the show, by by looking at the news every single day, um, that it seemed to be almost on a on a schedule that this was occurring, which was interesting. So whether that was, you know, I did say at the time, was this part of um, leading up to a disclosure? So it was interesting to see that a disclosure was then announced. Now, it could, um, it could be a pure coincidence, um, or we, we could have got it completely right. Now, what does this mean? Now, it is interesting because, obviously, they're not saying that um, aliens exist. This is simply that there are certain objects in the sky that we don't have an explanation for and currently the countries that supposedly have the world's top um, technological advances in terms of aviation and drones etc are completely baffled at the extent of this technology at the speed that they go now as always the debunkers have been out in force already and as you know although i am very open-minded regular listeners to the show will know that i also am not one to just take flights of fancy and um, i'm quick to shoot down things that seem ridiculous um sadly often the debunkers things i don't know if anyone heard the absolutely brilliant and it is brilliant um podcast series by the bbc who did a series about the um battersea poltergeist if you haven't heard it and you've got even a passing interest in poltergeist it's absolutely fantastic they did a brilliant job but the one thing that did wind me up about the show as it does with often with a lot of things in this area is the debunkers and the people that made the show didn't challenge them enough now the debunkers would come up with an explanation for a certain element of the activity and that was it case closed and it ignores all the other aspects of of the whole kind of haunting and experience or, or you could just completely throw it out the window. And, you know, anyone that knows this case really well, the, the, all the explanations were around the house and certain characters of the house. But we know that the, the girl who was involved would go to work and got fired from a number of jobs because things were literally flying across the room where she was nowhere nearby, witnessed by sometimes rooms full of workers. So the whole debunker thing often it is so limited. It's like saying, you know... Basically, if it was in court, the, the, the prosecution would have thrown out the case because the evidence is so limited. It doesn't explain anything. It explains one element of something. It's like trying to judge a person on by looking singly at their big toe and nothing else. Um, and then other explanations are just utterly ridiculous and more ridiculous than saying, you know, the UFOs are actually flown by Bigfoot. You know, one of the big debunkers that have been uh, circulating in the news is that this is um, highly advanced drones. Now, these are drones. We're talking about drones that are flying thousands of times faster than the fastest jet engines that the uh, fighter pilots are flying in in supposedly the the best aircraft in the world. Now, there could could be drones, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is they're definitely not human-made from on on this planet, as far as we... Unless there's some nation that are so far advanced beyond any of the Western countries that are open about their technology, um, then it's something else. That's not necessarily to say that it is aliens or interdimensional. 
And, and this is where it's okay with Fortiana and there's a big problem with the debunkers. And I think the people that are debunkers uh, are almost as bad as the it's definitely aliens brigade because as a, someone who believes in Fortiana and that element, we have to say, well, I don't know what it is and be okay with that. And yes, it could be aliens. It could be interdimensional. And it potentially, although I think it's the least likely, thing, it could be a, a country that um, is so far advanced that we don't know yet. And the reason why I actually say that's less is because we have more evidence on what it isn't than what it is. So by, you know, the, the as Sherlock Holmes said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, is once you've got rid of everything else, what is the most unlikely solution left is probably the solution. Um, so it's okay to say, I don't know, but and, and that's the great mystery, and that's what I love and love looking into it, and then having the conversation about what it could potentially could be. Um, but yeah, that seems to be the main debunker thing. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just rambling on. Um, you, you asked for my kind of my analysis of it. So... I think one of the reasons why it has been suppressed, um, I, I do feel like they're putting out some new stories partly from this drip feed thing, and I think it's also testing the waters. Um, we do know that there was a, a War of the Worlds radio broadcast and people literally rioted and started running out of the um, city. So um, I, there would have been a fear that if they brought this out, then people would be be nervous. Um, I think there's another explanation. Um, if you look at the United States of America... There is a, um, which is where the, the main disclosure is coming from at the moment, although other countries are starting to follow suit. There's always been a, a big Christian element within the government, um, which is interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but, but from a British perspective, um, it's not so much involved in our politics or even um, in our communities. The, the belief is, is percentage is lower than it is in America. Um, and I do think that that has been part of of suppressing the information because that then has to get people to challenge their their belief in God. Uh, I know the churches, certain churches, are uh, a huge um, anti-alien and anti that idea. Um, although I I believe you know if you believe in God and you believe in religion, then what's to say that just because there isn't in the Bible anything about other universes um if you believe in uh, an all-seeing entity that, were, that that is there that what, what's to say that they haven't created other planets and universes if they create it all then they are the creator aren't they so i don't necessarily assign myself to that idea either but i do know that the church has been very much involved in in um, trying to suppress beliefs in ufos and aliens and many uh, probably a huge proportion of the uh, American political system it does does believe and assign to certain churches. So um, that that's a huge element of it, of course. Um, I think, you know, the, the general fear and, and also the fact that you have to then, in terms of intelligence, you are putting out there. So America right now is putting out there that a lot of these UFOs aren't theirs. And in a way, that, that gives an advanced kind of warning to our enemies that who pretend i mean I, I did a story if you remember about iran who thought that certain ufos were um united states aircraft um, the united states denied that and they said they're having their own issues with with similar things um you know while, while a certain country may be a potential um not an ally let's let, i don't want to call them enemies but they're not a, a natural ally 
but sees that another country has a huge um, technological advancement, they're less likely to start a war. So by um, removing that intelligence is, is potentially putting a threat on those countries. So that's interesting in itself. Um, but I think for a lot of the UFO community, they're like, what's the issue? Who cares? Just put it out there and let people think what they want to think and look into it and come up with their own explanations. And um, that potentially is what could be happening. And I think it's interesting that the army, the, the navy it is, isn't it, aren't they? They are releasing little things. There was another story recently about a, uh, a ship was being kind of surrounded by, by UFOs. Uh, another one recently about a UFO being seen by the navy coming out of the water and then flying around. Um, it's fascinating. It's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is from the general public, what the church's reaction is, what the reaction from the politicians, from the the debunkers, um, the people, uh, the general public and the UFO community and to people that, you know, listen to the show that have always just got an interest in this type of thing. Um, it's hard for a debunker to debunk it when they, the military is putting it out there as fact. Um, the military have never said it's aliens, by the way. The military have said these are aircraft um that we don't have a clue what their origin is they have said they do not think that it is another country's technology technology um which is which is an interesting statement um but we'll have to see where it goes from here i, I don't want to ramble on too much this is why i write stuff down so it's non so it's normally scripted so i don't do this um <laughs> i've probably lost a load of people right now but um yeah it's going to be really interesting i haven't got many thoughts on it until i see it really um it's just my my ideas of kind of the conversations that i've had with people as to why why it has been suppressed for so long and um i still don't know why i I really would like to hear an explanation as to why they are willing to put this out into the public does it start allowing us to um question certain things or if you look at some of the conspiracies about project paperclip we would you um anytime now a kind of announcement of reverse engineering to do with technology and travel that was going to benefit all of mankind now if they were going to bring that out suddenly they would potentially have to give a disclosure that ufos are real and they have reverse engineered them that's a potential that's just a hypothesis it's not even a theory that's just another kind of guess i have but it's going to be interesting isn't it we've really enjoyed you know looking at these things um and just trying to understand what they are and why um i could it be you know i i believe as much as it could be something from another planet that it is um some another dimension just from looking at certain things where people have seen them come through portals in the sky sometimes at night and they look in the portal and it's daylight um amazing fascinating fascinating things we also know that they've shut down nuclear bases and turned them back on again which is really interesting um do i think they're a threat i think that'll be one a question that a listener will probably put to me um i think if they are a threat there's nothing we can do about it and they haven't been a threat have they i know they've jammed um some of the navy's weaponry they've not been able to fire it which is again it's interesting and um, that shows something that is probably not a drone and far more technologically advanced so again another one to the debunkers right there um so it's, it's interesting 
I'm going to just withhold judgment and uh, wait and see what it says. It might just be pages and pages of uh, black black lines where everything's redacted. So we'll have to have to just see. So I have also um, just changed the subject. Had a a couple of uh, emails from listeners in America actually, who've, who've said wanted an update on some of the strange things that's happened. Um, there's there's loads. There's too many to go into. I did see a UFO. First one I've seen since. Goodness, about fifteen years ago, and uh, interestingly, I was I was driving on the the Newton's Triangle, which is World Newton Triangle, which some of you might have read the Truth Proof books. It's an area of significant amount of UFO sightings, and I kind of jokingly said that I was going to uh, go on there and I wonder if I'll see a UFO. And then uh, I was driving back. I was dropping some things off at work, and I was driving back along the the world and ironically or coincidentally i should say listening to a a, a podcast um which happened to be about ufos and i saw in the sky kind of far ahead of me the the best way to describe it was a black object but it looked like if you had a ruler and um you had to draw a bell nothing, using nothing but straight lines that that's what kind of shape it was um it was around the size of a large helicopter and it kind of flew diagonally to the left then it flew diagonally to the right and then down and then shot up at enormous speed. Um, very, very strange um, and just vanished. And, and it, it lasted a matter of seconds, but it was huge. It was absolutely huge. It, was, um, it wasn't shiny. It was kind of a dull black colour. But yeah, fascinating. And um, it was near um, Staxton, Staxton Hill, which was another... I think I've spoken about it before. I was in a car full of people. We'd been to see the original Blair Witch Project film in York, driving back to Scarborough, and um, right above Staxton Hill was this huge green ball of light, absolutely enormous. Like, I don't know what to describe it as. It was it was bigger than a helicopter. Um, and it was just literally above the RAF base, so it could have been something military anyway. And it was hovering there, big green ball of light, which then just suddenly, at enormous speed, just shot vertically up into the sky, right up, and then and then you know disappeared out of sight. But the speed was immense; it was huge. Um, and then the only other UFO I've seen was when I was a very young child um, at primary school in Coventry, and we were going outside to do a sensors experiment, which was a what can you see, what can you smell, and all this. And uh, I looked up. Um, we were doing what could you see and I said miss a UFO and there was a cigar shaped silver object um, in the sky um, with no wings no kind of tail it was just kind of quite high in the sky and uh, the teachers all the class saw it and we all wrote about it as well and that, that's what started my interest in UFOs was that I got a book um, in, a, in a competition at school after that um, so yeah so that, that's been interesting so I've had a, a UFO sighting um, the other thing I start dating um, this beautiful lady called Charlotte and uh, I did warn her um, <laughs> I, went, I went on a date where she came through to Scarborough and she invited me through to, to her house the following week and I warned her that uh, strange things do happen around me and uh, they could start happening in your house and I think she probably took it with a pinch of salt as you would thought, thought she was absolutely barmy and then uh, when I was in her house um First of all, I saw someone in the kitchen, and uh, or something, I should say. And then um, 
there was like a popping noise started happening around different parts of the room like like that like literally like someone doing that um one came from like the the top corner of the ceiling and then one from further the on the other side of the room um and what was interesting is these sounds continued throughout the week and charlotte's family heard it as well after i'd gone um the the remote control just came off the arm of the sofa onto the floor with no one touching it and then bizarrely my telephone um no one was speaking or saying anything it was on the opposite sofa and um it was locked and it turned itself on and started ringing my mum um late at night but no one had said anything no one had said okay the word i'm not going to say it so it turns my phone on no one said call mum no one said mum or anything like that um and then jotting started occurring that week as well for her where um things disappeared and then reappeared in different rooms which was interesting so uh yeah she started to believe after that i think that strange things happened around me uh she came around to my house and we heard some bangs and sounds in the doorway now when i say like the bangs it's not like a bang like you might hear a neighbor do this this was really loud and i said don't worry it's the cat and the cat was right on the bed um i didn't see her so it wasn't her and she saw a ring of light as well. Um, I saw something at the same time. So they're definitely like uh, Charlotte as well, whatever's going on. Um, literally, was it yesterday or the day before, I was sat down here and the the skateboard flew across the room. Um, my son's skateboard. And um, uh, the cat got heckles up and just was staring at something that I couldn't see. Talking of my son and his skateboard, another reason I did actually put... You might have seen a, a, a thing on social media. I put a day aside uh, to write the show. I had a day off and I literally sat down at my desk to start writing and uh, my phone started going off. And my poor son had been skateboarding down a hill and gone head first, face first into the floor at great speed. Knocked all his teeth out. His face was an absolute mess and obviously he needed emergency hospital treatment. And then we had to go through to Hull um, for, to see the emergency dentist. So that that was a whole day gone. And thankfully he's doing well. He's doing okay now. So I know a couple of you saw, saw the pictures and were, were asking how he was. He's doing okay. We're still waiting for his teeth to be done. Um, but because of COVID, that's, that's uh, although he's at like an emergency, he's still months away before he can be seen, sadly. Um, so they're, they're kind of the big ones that have occurred. There's lots of little ones, as I say, go on, go on Twitter and... Uh, look up look look up there i'm rambling i know this is probably really boring most of you will have turned off but if you have stayed listening thank you so much um i, I, th- I was thinking of doing a q and a um while, while we're waiting for the the new show to come out just so that there is some um a show going out there so if any of you have any questions that you want to ask me um you can ask me 10 at once because only a couple of people normally get in touch anyway um please do put the uh put those questions to me through social media or at the email and i'll do a little show just answering those questions if only one of you messaged me with one question it'll be a very short show um but i cannot answer it so yeah get them in there anything you want to ask me um i'm a couple of you've asked me about doing interviews as well i don't charge i'm happy to do any interviews um it's easy to do those because I'm not writing loads of stuff down so it's not time consuming happy to do those please just do get in touch um, and again thank you for staying in touch and staying tuned I have to let you in with a little secret this could be terrible 
I've had a couple of drinks. I don't really drink often. Um, but as you know, I was born in Hammersmith and I'm a huge Chelsea supporter and we won the Champions League and I had a lot to drink then and um, I enjoyed it. So I've had another little drink tonight. So uh, sorry if I'm rambling and mumbling my words. I hope this isn't too bad. But I just wanted to put something out there um, because a couple of you have asked what's happening with the show. The show's definitely happening. We're still going on. And um, I just want to send as much love out to all you guys out there as I possibly can. Um, take care, everyone. Do get in touch. I love hearing from you. And uh, yeah, speak to you all soon. Take care. Good night.